Allison Capra, and you're listening to How Not to Be a Miserable Cow. This week we did a podcast with our Harbor Site group, and I wanted to share it with you on this network because I wanted you to get a glimpse of what it's like for females in the military. If you have a minute, sit down, relax, and listen. Here it is. We good? Welcome back to another episode of the Harp Site. Uh, today we have, well, you guys know we have Mr. Johnny Slicks. Should like applause? Talented Miss Capra, aka Miss Kumalatsos, and then we also have Caitlin. Hi. Also known as Staff, Staff Sergeant. Staff Sergeant. <laughs> yes, that is me. Who is actually active duty. Miss um, Capra. So disclaimer, really quickly, we just wanted to. I want to say this like as a whole because we're talking about something very kind of a hot buzz topic today. So I just want everyone to holster their keyboards. Just go ahead and stick those. You can't steal my line. I just did. That's my line. That's what <laughs> I you just say. did. Holster your keyboard. Yeah, you say it. Um, because we there's a few things we want to just get across, and we don't want any nasty, um, disrespectful comments. So like, I'd like uh, to hit that. Maybe you just like by saying that you just open the floodgates for nasty dishes. People are already typing. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, I don't know what this is about, but I'm mad. I don't want to hear like, I'd hit that, I would rail that out. Let's refrain from like... You just gave them all the comments to, to say. That's the first go. comment. Instead Let's of just keep first. it a little bit clean and then I think you kind of have a quick disclaimer. Yes, so I need to say that I am speaking from personal experiences in my military career and I am not talking on behalf of the Marine Corps in any type mm. of way. This is how I feel personally and through my experience, how I've come to these conclusions. I wanted her to show up in alphas, but she's, like, <laughs> checking in. <laughs> Stop oh, by. The canted cover. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so I just wanted to read a little blurb um, from an article that was in the Marine Corps Times in March of this year. So keep in mind, as I'm reading this, she was even just telling me some of these stats are just a little bit off because it's been six, eight months since this article was published but I just wanted to go over a few things. So two years after the Defense Department ordered the Marine Corps to open all combat arms career fields to women, less than 100 women have successfully entered those previously male-only jobs. A total of 92 women are operating on in a multiple multitude of combat billets across the Corps, from riflemen and armored reconnaissance to combat engineers. Yet only 11 women are serving today in the traditional 03 infantry career fields. Marine Corps officials said no women have attempted BRC or amphibious reconnaissance course, and there are no female snipers currently. Again, that could have changed. I don't know since still that's still the case for yeah. those three. So we are talking about this today. Real quick before we start, uh, Johnny, what are your thoughts on why do I? Have open? <laughs> I don't want to open this. Not the professional. What are you, your thoughts on? You're starting to sweat. <laughs> My water bottle with a look on it. Yeah. Refrain from, from using terms such as wook. What is your... I wasn't going to. I never I don't think I've ever actually used that term. What, what so. is your thoughts on women in the military? Thank you. <laughs> so I am all for equality. 
Um, <laughs> I use equality. <laughs> Why does equality get air quotes? Because, okay, so that's something that we were discussing before. Um, equality. There really isn't, and there shouldn't be. Now, I could elaborate on that, but I think we'll go into that later. Um, I don't think... I'm going to get so many bad comments. I don't think <laughs> women should be in the military. At a whole? I don't think... At all? I don't think... I mean... Now, there are the MOS of Cook. And... <laughs> oh, like now I am going to get bashed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call all Marine... All military <laughs> service? He just said good in the kitchen. <laughs> That's what I said. belong in the kitchen in the well, 1920s. <laughs> We'll elaborate. Want to go first? <laughs> we'll, and and I've I've talked to Johnny about this. We actually he has he has stories because I thought it was only a, you know I'm I'll throw it out there like I don't think that women should be in combat arms and MOSs, which and we'll I'll dive into the why and I thought they were like a decent like it would be good in a support role. This is this is Nick speaking. Um, and then Johnny brought up a good story. Um, of issues that it even causes in a support role, and uh, but anyways, that's because it's not it's not based on MOS because any MOS like especially the in the same, Marine Corps, the same they issues. all tie into each other. They all yeah. interact together, and that affects everybody. Every MOS. So like, and I didn't mean women belong in the kitchen and only in the kitchen. I'm just saying that like support roles. Mm -hmm. um, it just it affects everybody on every level. That's I have some stories, but I don't want to get it. Oh, Someone else go. So, well, just uh, before she dives in deep, because she's about <laughs> to crack your skulls, I just want to say the biggest thing is okay, we got to look at throughout history what is the reason that females were put into the military to begin with? Mm -hmm. Does anybody know that? I, I, know, I know. Okay. So, to, to, allow, to yeah. allow more men in the combat, combat roles. So, when we were in a draft yeah. and, and we had issues with running out of supplies, running out of people Men. taking care of, or they were getting blown up and shot because they're running into fire at each other. You're running out of people to do medical careers within the military. We, we needed more nurses. We needed more well, people to make bullets. We needed and more. And there, there was classes that were a part of boot camp where women were taught how to do their makeup and how to do their hair, and they were they were given grooming classes when they first came in. That's that's a thing. That's what they did that's when amazing. they first came in. Did you not know that? Is that still That's is that her, still a thing? No, not anymore. Oh, I mean, okay. they teach you how to pull your hair back and do that sock do the, bun or whatever. The yeah, the slick back hair. But nice. Prior to so like, hot. there was Straight. makeup classes, and they they taught you etiquette and things like that, like in a league of their own. You know? Yeah. Gracefully, <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, back in the day. So that was a a real thing. <laughs> so this was out of necessity. We our country needed all all hands on deck. Right. Communicators, yeah. nurses, uh, supply people, administrative people. I mean, the men, they were pushing men to combat, like combat service support or like direct support or actually in combat. And uh, so I mean, it was in the propaganda. I mean, you, everybody knows the Rosie the Riveter little drawing. Yeah. Why, why did yeah. they come up with that? Because they wanted women to get their hands dirty and fucking help because we needed the help, right? Yeah. So we can, I think we can all agree as a whole. She dropped the first F-bomb, by the way. <laughs> I think of we course. Could, I that's, that should be like a tradition. <laughs> Just her. First. She opens the gate and, and then the rest of us. Down at the bottom, how many there yeah. were. <laughs> I think we can all agree as a whole that this is something that came to be because it was a necessity and it's something that like we all 
need to so if you're if you're somebody wants to support your country like service to your country is like this is the this is the standard for mm -hmm. our country we have probably more female well that's not true the israelis all everyone gets drafted but we have a a, a good size sizable amount of females within the military in the marine corps too well, and when i was when i was in it was six percent i don't know what it is eight now right now eight mm -hmm. eight percent so of the marine corps is female so it was a necessity. It's something that we needed, right? Today, Miss Caitlin, and project your voice, please. <laughs> yes. Tell us what what your thoughts are on female roles within the Marine Corps, okay. not the military, Marine Corps specifically, today. Totally her personal opinion. Yes. This is not the Marine Corps. I'm not a recruiter. I'm not trying to get people to, to enlist. You would be a horrible way. recruiter. Yes, I would. Uh, <laughs> I think that our role in my, I've been in for 12 years. My experience, I think that our role is just to do whatever it is we went to school for. My job, I'm an ammunition technician. I never had any ideas of doing anything other than what I joined the Marine Corps to do, which was be a logistics ammunition technician. So count my bullets and go home at the end of the day. I never wanted to change any of that. Um, I don't think, I understand a lot of the people that have issues with females being in the military, but I don't think that it is any different than a female working in a corporate office. You're going to have issues with between men and, and women, and they're still going on. And I just want to do my job. I never came in trying to be something that I'm not, and that's pretty much it. That's a, that's a good point, though, because you just brought up, like, there's no difference in a corporate job. Which is true because, like, we know all like the joke about like what happens at the Christmas parties, yes. right? People making out in the mm -hmm. copy room or whatever. So I mean, you're always going to have that female male dy dynamic in a workplace, whether it be the military or corporate. So that's and there's necessities to each one too, like yeah. even in corporate jobs. Yeah. There's necessities. There has to be mixture. There has to be. Absolutely. Yeah. So can I just like dive in? We're crack in. We're doing I just it. Want to crack into this. Let's do it. So obviously, there's this big push you know the whole equality and me too and and then so how that trans transpires to the military is now they're pushing women into direct combat arms mos's 92 as of march there was 92 in combat arms positions yeah but 11 at, in 03 so yeah that's that's a very small number compared to like 92 but only 11 of them are actually 03 xx i'm gonna go ahead and this the, people are gonna like probably nail me uh, and I'm torn because I have daughters and I'm all about them being completely into, like super independent and then like them being whatever they want to be, you know what I mean? But I, when it comes to combat arm MOSs and females in those MOSs are like, it's just not a good idea. It's not, it's not the way it was meant to be. It's not, it's not okay. okay. I, this is Nick's opinion is I'm just not, I'm not down with it. I think it's going to cause more issues than than it's worth. Um, Explain that, elaborate, because no one knows what you're talking about just yet. So, for instance, and, I, and I'll speak from, from personal experience, like with the FET teams, I think at, at, the, at the time they were called the female engagement teams, and I'm not really sure, I'm not sure still, what the, they're still called they're that. Still, yes, there's still some of them going on. I think they do them on Muse. I get it, there's, there's a good, there's a good, it's a good idea, and it, it, it briefs well on paper, and it makes sense. The problem is with the execution. You take 14 guys that are type A, that are essentially like you would, you could put those 14 guys 
or 14 to 20 guys at Vegas and do a show and they would make millions. These are the guys that like women, they, they put them on a cover of like women romance novels, right? Mm -hmm. They're big, they're jacked, they're ripped, they're tan, they all look gorgeous. Their testosterone's really, they're alphas. really high. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of water, there's a lot of testosterone in the water they're drinking. Um, and then you put one female in this savage group of people in the, in the mix. And I've watched it happen. I've watched all these dudes' peacock feathers come out, you know, <laughs> and there's just a bunch of peacock. And like Johnny said it best, it's like mental readiness. Gone. Gone. Like that becomes, and, is, and, and I can't get mad at it because, yeah, you should stay focused and be professional. Whatever, man. At the end of the day, it is natural. It is a natural thing for men to be attracted to women and for men to, you know. Project. Project their manliness yeah. <laughs> and, and the presence of a, you know, of a female. And just like they sniff each other's butts when they meet each other. Like they're all like, right. Where, who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Oh yeah. Yeah. On the, like on Raider Party <laughs> trips, like when we first get all the guys together for the first time, everybody's like for the first like couple hours, it's all like butt sniffing. You'd be like, who, who are you? Where'd you, where'd you, where'd you, where'd you, where'd where'd you go? go? Where'd yeah. you go? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it, it kind of like levels out and everybody's friends, but initially that's the way it is. And I just saw, I've seen such a distraction, not to, and then not to, not even getting into, I might let Caitlin jump into this one, but like marriages and things like that. I mean, you're gone for nine, ten, nine to months to a year your wife's back home taking care of your kids and then they drop this pretty young female at your doorstep that you have to be professional with. That's I don't think she'd have to be pretty. She could have fucking polka dots. And we all know what <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to be, I was trying to be yeah, somewhat, you got, somewhat you PC. Pretty. Pretty, you have Marine Corps pretty, you have deployment pretty, you, <laughs> you have, have like desert, desert flower pretty. pretty. But I think that the problem is with women being in those combat roles is that the focus is so much on physical capability and that's not an issue. I mean at some point a female is going to physically be able to pass all of the things that a male can do. I think you'd give it a good run. I, and I have, I, you couldn't pay me enough money to do it. But <laughs> she's probably one of the one of the few females that can. How many pull-ups are you like? I was at, you, like, I was at eighteen. At eighteen before the baby. Yes. So I was at eighteen. She could beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem is everybody's like, well, they're not physically, uh, you know, they they can't do it physically. I think the bigger issue is like what you were talking about is that you cannot change the way a society has been for years. You cannot change society's mindset to think that that's not a problem like we don't have one woman one woman here and i saw her first and then she starts dating your friend and then you have dynamic issues on your teams or in, in yeah. your unit or your platoon or whatever the case might be and it's impossible to stop a man from looking at a woman as a romantic interest or a sister or something in that kind of capacity and you can't change that and one day a woman's going to pass all these tests that they can't right now. And that's not why we don't belong there. It's because you cannot change the mindset of an entire society in a couple of years. It's, it's just and it's not, not just that. It's, it's like, cool. you want to say, well, it should be like a corporate environment. Let's get something straight. A deployment and being in a combat arms MOS is not a corporate environment. So like you can have HR and you can be politically correct and you can do that. At the end of the day, that is not a place for a corporate environment. It's completely different. You cannot, like, you can't blend the two. 
or even compare the two together. It's completely different. And something that you've really helped me to understand is just like how fragile and important those relationships are for your team. Like that little core group of guys that's going over to like do these operations has to stay a unit, has to stay as one. And to get in there and like, okay, so let's say she does go over and maybe her and a guy hook up. Well, then what happens when she hooks up with the next one? Then you and that dude. Or they have, have a falling issues. out in the middle of a And deployment. then those yeah. two are at it. And then there's aggression with it. It just creates a different level of issues. Can I, I don't know if we're, can I touch on the physical aspect thing? Mm-hmm. Well, this is, I was going to read this really quick. Okay. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. This is what she was saying. This is pretty, pretty important. For the, for few women have you been trying to enter the Marine Corps in a combat arms job field only 51 female recruits entering boot camp the eighth month period between october 1st 2016 and may 31st 2017 entered with a combat arms job field of those 13 passed the mos classification standard test so what that is is our physical fitness test is crunches pull-ups and a run time so for the load bearing assessment if any female wants to go like myself or a recruit, whatever the case might be, they have to do at least six pull-ups. They have to have a runtime of under 24.51, and they have to do, I wanna say it's like 80 crunches, which is silly, but the other two are the ones with they're really not passing. And if you don't have those three, you can't go to that, you can't even try, pretty much. So those are, those are the requirements to be in a combat-related MLS. One of my daughters said Nick, Nick. Uh, <laughs> Which they probably would say if they if I wasn't paying attention, it would go from dad to Nick. Um, but if they said, "Hey, dad, I, I want to go do. I want to join the military. I want to do this combat arms." I would I would be like trying to you know eventually at the end of the day, you're 18. It doesn't matter what your parents say. You got you're gonna do what you want to do, and that's your right. But I would try. I would so try not to get them to do that because here's the issue. Yes, I agree. At some point, there's going to be some badass chick that's going to be able to like crush everything and crush a bunch of dudes. Probably Jennifer Garner. And, uh, <laughs> um, but my worry is, and this is like this is founded information, um, is the longevity of health. Exactly, that's one hundred percent correct. Our bodies were not made to carry a hundred pounds on our back and walk around. To maintain and right. maintain that for like. You can get a CrossFit chick, and I guarantee if she went through a selection, she went through a rip, she would make it for a period of time. But the, the issue comes into the longevity of that individual and how long is their hips, their spine, their shoulders. I mean, we get wrecked. Mm-hmm. Men get wrecked after a decade of doing this. And then we've seen females that, that beat their bodies up that way. Their hormones get out of whack. Their periods stop. They, they deteriorate start have, their hips. They deteriorate their hips. And it just you're genetically and I'm gonna get torn up but this is just the way it is genetically we're not built the same we're not the same interiors that we that we are and if men are getting broken down after professionals I mean we're talking about professional level athletes are getting broken down out of a decade of doing that job what's it what what's that gonna do to like a female and then God forbid she is put in that position and her body fails her and she's in a situation where there's somebody relying on on her. Well, you made a good point. We kind of touched on this yesterday. You want to square that again? You were talking about how, like, if something were to happen and a female goes down with the rest of the team, they're always, always 
gonna go. It's a natural instinct instinct to, to protect a woman. In, in, and that's that's one of the biggest reasons why I think that women don't belong there because if there's a man and he's standing in the middle and a woman goes down and a man goes down and this one to his left, this man goes down and needs his help, he's instinctively going to go to that woman. 100%. Regardless of what he looks at her as in any kind of way, he's going to go to her because men, that they're protectors. Like, that whether way. they like her exactly. or not, it's going to be an instinctive Immediately. thing. Immediately. Yeah. And that's and not And anybody right. that says that like, oh no, screw her, this and that. Exactly. It's BS. You're yep. going to, because especially if you're older, I would be like, that's my sister, that's my daughter, that's right. like somebody that I have to take care of. And you can think about it like as a civilian side. If you're at, going to a supermarket and you see a dude having trouble with a shopping cart, <laughs> as a dude, you're going to be like, fucking figure it out. Man, <laughs> man up, yeah. yeah. Like, you're a dude, figure that shit out. If you see a woman doing that, you're like, oh, let me run over there and help her. Well, what day about carrying the boxes and the bags and stuff? I don't think that was me. That was you. It was actually the thing boxes this and bags. You were like, cause you were like had all this stuff, and then like one chick's got one bag, and then everybody. Yeah, yeah, some dude will have like three rucksacks on him, and you some... were deployed, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. she had like one backpack, and like five dudes rush over to him and be like, "You want help with that? Do you want help? Do you have to grab it? You're like, help? No, yeah. I'm just carrying like all these bags, sea bag, like. And that's the thing, down. like what he was saying, like yeah. some some women would be like, "Here, take my bag for me." Like, sure, I'll walk by myself. Some women would be like, "No, I'm gonna carry this, and I'm gonna screw my back up because I want to be accepted." Like, yeah. and that's where I think, like, I can think of ten people off the top of my head right now, women that have gone out in the last two or three years for hip problems. Well, my back is messed hips, up. Like they meant they're sideways, right? Yes. They're meant to. Right? Child birthing, we're, not we're meant sideways, but like, <laughs> they're on an angle. Dr. They're gonna Johnny. get so torn up on this video. <laughs> it's anatomy. And that's why we have Johnny, Johnny Slicks, Slicks on here. <laughs> well, okay, on top of that, like I know we've kind of talked about this, and if we're gonna talk about the equality piece, equality, <laughs> do you have that no, quote on your say... phone? Because that would help. My phone's dead. Oh. But, uh, are you talking about the quote I said this Yeah. Morning? Are we equal? We're equal, right, babe? Well, and this is oh. what. This is what. Hang it. There are things that, it. like, we, yeah, paraphrase it maybe. It said, um, this is an Instagram post, so it's not, <laughs> people are already. Abraham Lincoln. Um, yeah, don't read everything. Don't believe everything you've read tonight. Abe Lincoln. But it said, women are too distracted by spending time trying to prove that they can do what men can do, that they're using, they're losing their uniqueness. Women aren't meant to do what men could do. Women aren't meant to do what men could do. Women are meant to do what men cannot do. That's yes. what. And it yeah, is and I was like, true. Oh, that's like, true. Why? Yeah. Why aren't we focusing on that? Like, why are they focusing on like, all the things that we yeah. can't do? Because there's a lot of shit that I can't do. Like make yeah. babies. Like make babies, make food, <laughs> clean up. It's like the emotional aspect. Laundry. Like, there's decision making that women is good at. Fueling the stereotypes. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I, hey, I'm married. I can say whatever I want now. <laughs> I, this is the difference. And then he can joke like that, and we can do it all day long. But the truth is, I like taking care of you. I like doing things for you that you don't care to do. Nice. I, because guess what? <laughs> he pays my bills. <laughs> <laughs> we work together, and we do. But he always takes care of me, and I want to take care of him. So for me, it's not about staying in the kitchen and making sandwiches. I'm Italian. I like to fucking make sandwiches. Hashtag dinner rolls. <laughs> I appreciate those things, but that's my thing is like trying to f fight so hard to be seen differently and accepted as the same as you and create like you're cre you're like respect me with your like 
pussy hat on. Like, oh yeah. So <laughs> like, drastic. <laughs> but you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're demanding all these things instead of looking at like what sets you apart. You're so set apart as women. Like we're so set apart to, to like be at, we can be at the same tables sharing conversations and sharing our minds. Thanks to what our country's like our country's rights. Right. But like, we also can do amazing things together that they can't do. It's just true. Like she said, she didn't join or to do something right. you're not <clears throat> who you are, you know? So like, why are women trying to do something that they were not meant or not created to do? See, what I think happen is they're, they're, you know, outside entities were like, let's put women in these roles. People that have never experienced the Marine Corps, people that were in for maybe four years and got out, and people that just don't have that experience. I think that a lot of people, if you talk to women that have been in the Marine Corps for more than one enlistment, would tell you, like, there's no way you could pay me enough money to go do that. I've I've been around infantrymen uh, for the better part of my career, and, and I want nothing to do with that. Like, I'm so good. Like, have... Have your weird little things that you guys do together and <laughs> it is, it is. let me give you all your ammo yeah. and then go home, you know, but, Please use it all. but they're the 18 year olds that are joining are that have no idea what the Marine Corps is like for a woman are like, fuck yeah, like, let, let me go do it. I, I'm, I got this, yeah. but they don't know. So you get somebody that's been in the Marine Corps long enough and they're just like, yeah, no, I'm good. What What would your advice be to, say you've got an 18-year-old girl that's like wanting to join the military. What would your advice be? And you've been the in The military or the infantry? Or like a 03? No, I would say in the like <clears throat> military. 12 years. 12 years. So like what, you have an 18-year-old girl just graduated high school and she's wanting to join the military. What would you say? What would your advice be to young Kayla? Or not a recruiter. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's... I mean, you're a mom now, so you have to start thinking about these I, things. Absolutely. I mean, mental toughness would probably be the biggest thing for me. As a woman in the military, I think that everything that we go through is much more mental than anything physical that we can be put through. Um, <clears throat> I've had, I've been put in a lot of situations as a woman that I don't feel like I should have had to be in. And I was sure, like, people tried to take advantage of me and do, you know, certain things. And that's what you deal with as a woman in the, in the military. One, never being good enough. For anybody. For well, the, that's the, I think that's the military yeah, in general. And, like, and you are not good enough yeah. no matter what. But you're under, like, this big microscope on top of everything. So we're human beings. Women are human. We have sex. Like, we are not perfect. And you are just completely, like, no matter what. I remember being at boot camp, and then like, they're like, you're either a slut or a whore. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, a slut or a bitch. And I'm just like, what? Like, why is that what like, you're teaching the us? I, like, why... Why should I need to be identified as either one of those when regardless, like, I learned as soon as I hit the fleet, I'm, I'm both of those. You know? <laughs> it doesn't even matter what I do. Like, uh, I had people waiting for me when I hit the fleet in the barracks, like, on the catwalks. Like, already seen pictures of me, knew I was coming. Like, okay, that's how this is going to go. Like, that shit does happen. Too. And my, See, I didn't my first appointment, yeah, no, that, my that first appointment, I had, um, two higher on the officer side and the staff and CO side, both trying to like, they were both texting me inappropriately. But what do you do in that situation? I'm a Lance Corporal, so who's gonna get taken off the deployment? I am, I'm the, I'm the low man on the totem pole, so do I wanna deploy or do I wanna be a rat and tell on these people that are being inappropriate? And that's the kind of situation So how do you, you manage that as, as, a, as young Lance Corporal? Pray that you have good leadership. 
Well, and, and that's why I stayed in as long as I have because I did not have that when I was a young Marine. I did not have that person to take care of me and that's what I do now is I try to ensure that my Marines know that I will take care of them at any cost. And that's why I stay in the Marine Corps. It's not because like I want to go be a grunt or go do something like that. Like I know that I've impacted people in a certain way to where they're never going to forget that I took care of them and that's enough for me because I didn't have it. So. And she said um, save all your Screen, oh. screenshot all those text messages and save that yeah, shit for later just absolutely. in case. <laughs> Some leverage. I mean, the internet wasn't a huge thing when I was uh, a Lance Corporal either. Like, we didn't have... Wasn't that awesome? It's great. Yeah. Because, you know, the things that I get sent now from my Marines that are getting in trouble for what they post on Snapchat, it's just like, I'm thinking like, well, when I was a Lance Corporal in the barracks, like, no one's ever going to know because it's not documented. <laughs> but it's, it's insane. There you go. Don't record everything. Yeah, you don't need to put yourself underage drinking on Snapchat. You can screen record now. Like, that's what people are doing. It's insane. Like, I can go, hit record, watch what you put on your story, and then send it in, and now you're getting a JP. So my advice would be... Sergeant's like... <laughs> yeah, right? He's yeah. like, I'm going to burn them all. My advice would be, if you're a female in the military, if you're female and you want to join the military, which we have a bunch in the USMC prep group, and we've got... I mean, we're getting good results out of the training for them as well, but... Be in the best shape that you can be, so that no, you give you give nobody like any room to criticize you whatsoever. Fucking like smoke all the men running, pull ups, push ups. I mean, if you apply yourself, you will have the ability to leave some men in your dust. And what that will do is level some things out. Now they might not like you for it, but what it will do is the respect level will go up, and the, and things will some things will level out. And then also, I would imagine, and you can <laughs> being an eighteen year old girl like landing at the fleet or in like a group of good looking men for the very first time, if you're not very grounded, can be pretty exciting. Yes. Especially the amount of tension that you're getting. Um, Go slow. And don't shit where you eat. Like, we'll leave. <laughs> that's a good, that's better. There you go. Go slow, don't shit where you eat. Anything else? I just think what you guys said is great. Just prove yourself. Don't squawk, don't bitch, don't demand special treatment. You are not entitled to anything, right? Any females in any career. That's what I always say. You're not entitled to anything. Prove you yourself. deserve you deserve everything you yes. work for. And that's a lot of female hit the fleet and they just want they want, you know, they try too hard to be something, you know? Like just if you you can be silent and set the example and like prove yourself silently without having to say a word. Because if you're beating these kids at those runs and stuff, it's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. If I'm doing 18 pull-ups and I have however many Marines underneath me that can't do that many that are 18 years old and I'm 31, like that's a problem. And it should be an embarrassment. And if it's not, like, time to go, bud. Like, I don't, you gotta go. Perfect. All right, is that it? That's it. Hey guys, thanks for uh, tuning in. You guys know the deal. Leave all those juicy comments below. We want to see it all. And Johnny's taking comments on Illuminati and what else? <laughs> There's something else. Recipes. For, Johnny for the Slick women slash the Dark Web. Yeah, <laughs> find me on the dark net, the dark web. Uh, as you guys know, like, comment, subscribe, hit the little bell so you get notifications on, uh, on when we're posting these videos. Really appreciate all the love and support so far. Down below is our Patreon if you're wanting to uh, help produce the show and keep this thing going. You can support us there. 
Thank you, anything? Caitlin. Yeah, so much. Thank Thanks you. for having me. Yeah, you can find her at uh, Caitlin.com. $9.99 a month. Sure can. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So All right. That's illegal. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see first on Monday morning. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you guys in the next